Shit, is this on? Do you think they can hear us? I fucking hope so. <laughs> hey, besties. Welcome back to We Fucking Hope. I'm your co-host, Soph. And I'm your other co-host, Viv. So, we've let go and we moved on. Yeah. We've learned how to heal. Now what? That's a good question. I think now we just end the episode here. No, we just end yes. <laughs> no, I'm <laughs> That's completely it. kidding. Good. I think now we got to talk about how to, you know, brush yourself off, get up and get out there again. I love that. But I think before we can jump straight into that, I want to break up this episode into two pieces. Okay. The first piece is I want to talk about feeling loneliness in your 20s, Ooh. Um, which I think is super important and no one really talks about it. Yeah. And I've, I've heard sometimes it's also loneliness in like your early 30s, oh, which is probably, okay too. Yeah. So we'll kind of talk about that. And then maybe after that is how do you get your bitch back? How do you get up and get out there? Still your favorite song? Still, I, yes. It's so good. Every time I listen to it, I'm just like happy. I'm like, yeah, yeah. she's back, bitch. Yeah, I think it's great. Still my favorite song, guys. Love okay, it. play it on repeat. I love it. Yeah, so let's kind of jump into part one, the loneliness in your 20s. I think this is, uh, sometimes it's over talked about and sometimes it's not talked about enough. Yes. I think it's not given enough credit. I don't know. I don't know. I think when it's talked about a lot, I think people talk about it in a different sense. Yeah. I think in your 20s when people are saying, I just feel so lonely, I think the first thing a lot of people think is that you're talking about, oh, not being in a relationship. Yeah. And I don't think that's the case. I think when I say loneliness in your 20s is that you go through these stages where growing up, you were always surrounded by people, yep. right? As before you turn 18, you're surrounded by your family, your friends, adult, or like some authoritative figure, mm-hmm. like someone is di- telling you what to do, what you need to do, and all these things. Yep. And then you move from that situation into going to college, maybe. Yep. And, and I know this isn't the case for everyone, yeah. but I'm just speaking from my experience of being around all of these people, whether you're introverted, extroverted, you're making friends, you're constantly surrounded by people. Yep. Next thing you know, you graduate from college and then you get your first big girl job. And I don't even know what it was like back then because yeah. I graduated in the pandemic. Right. Like right in 2020. Yeah. Moves you to a new city. Yeah. I moved myself to a new city and in the new city, in the pandemic, it's not like I can go out and meet nope. people. My work, my company at the time was supposed to be in person, but it was fully remote, yep. which is hence why I moved. And that's totally fine whether I was in person or not. But then that's like another barrier of making friends yep. and sure you can like meet people at work, but it's not like you're going out meeting yep. them. I couldn't meet new people in the new city that I was in for the first time. Sure. I had like a friend or two that was here with me, but it's not like we hung out that much. So now you're away from family yep. you're, a lot of your friends moved away you're in a brand new city and it's fun to explore but you're in a pandemic and now even if you're not in a pandemic and you you go through that situation like it's kind of lonely yeah time. and we're in the winter right now yep. in wisconsin so it's oh, depression nation it's depression nation <laughs> um but i don't think people talk about that because you see the social media of everyone right. going out having a party going on vacation and again those are people's highlight reels but then it makes you feel when you're sitting at home scrolling yeah. through it that like that you, you have no friends nothing's going on yeah yeah you're not invited it's huge i i do think social media has caused i know it's caused anxiety i mean i think everyone our age anxiety is super common and it's just created like you're saying this 
mirage of everyone has an amazing life. Mm-hmm. And if you look at your own, somehow you're missing out. Even if you have an amazing life, you're missing out, which yeah. can be a huge factor in this loneliness we're talking about. Yeah. And I think it's just important to know that like, regardless of how successful your friends look yeah. or, you know, how much fun it looks like they're having with or without you, that like every single person who looks like they're having the best time at some point has experienced extreme loneliness in their 20s. Absolutely. And I think that like people just need to acknowledge that and feel like they're not alone. Cause I, when I visited my friend in LA, she was telling me like her situation and she was like the life of the party. I see your social media. I'm like, Oh, you must be like having a great time. And like, I, we were catching up and we were both like, isn't it crazy that we both feel so fucking lonely sometimes just in our twenties. But then we catch up with our friends and we, we hear the same stories, but no one talks about how like hard it is. Yeah. I don't know. I also think, yeah, I agree with that. I also think that older generations have these expectations that all generations should be able to do the same thing in respect of like, if I were to talk to my parents or my grandparents and I'd say that I feel lonely, they'd be like, Oh, we'll just call up your friends. Like just go out and do something. Well, that's, that's not the case. It's not like we were in their generations where there wasn't social media and people were more, prone to like actually going out and doing things. I think it's more of a culture nowadays where you're hanging out in people's homes or in smaller settings or like the complete opposite of going to like a larger party atmosphere. But if you're cultivating those smaller friendships, I think it's more of an invitation sort of generation, mm-hmm. which I think that's the difference in my perspective. I would agree. I would add one more one more thing is that I think there's a huge difference in being alone yeah and feeling loneliness yeah because like i think in that old generation they're like well you feel lonely so just don't be alone go out and do things but like i i've been in situations where i'm out with all of my friends and maybe like they're with a significant other maybe they're not and we're all it looks like we're all having a good time and like yes in the moment like i feel a little bit better because I'm seeing my friends, but inside, as I'm sitting there, I could also not be fully present. I could yeah. just feel extremely lonely on the inside, even though yep. I'm physically surrounded by people. Yeah, I think that's super important to point and, out. And I think it's just there isn't necessarily like a fix to it. Like we'll talk about kind of how to get up and get back out there. Yeah, but I think it's also hard because like I this feeling won't be forever feeling yeah. loneliness or feeling alone won't isn't a feeling that you're going to feel for forever yeah and I think that's like one piece of mind but I think the other piece of mind for me is that it's not like I want anyone else to feel the negative feelings that I'm right. feeling but I think it's just reassuring to know that like I'm not the only one that feels that absolutely way. so I think that's all to say that we're all in the same fucking boat we're all, we're all lonely at some yeah. point and that's kind of just reassuring to know yeah Because no one talks about it. Absolutely. And I like that you brought up that you could be lonely in your 30s. I think it's another ebb and flow roller coaster situation of maybe you're lonely at the beginning of your 20s, but then you find your friends and your tribe, and then you 
get your significant other and then you get married and then, well, then you have a kid maybe if you choose to. And I know that a lot of moms feel lonely because then you're just with your baby and maybe your husband and it's not like you're going out all the time and you're sleep deprived. And I'm sure that's a tough situation, right? Yeah. And then you're getting, you know, to a good peak of your kids are growing up and you're hanging out with friends again. And all of a sudden your kids go off to college and maybe that's more lonely. So just realizing that I think like to your last point, everyone's in the same fucking boat. I think people can be extremely lonely at any point in their life. And that's why it's important to, as we get into our next topic here of getting up and getting out there, taking those steps to be proactive as much as you can. Yeah, I would agree. I like that. Well, thanks. (laughs) So let's talk about getting up and getting back out there. That part too, like how do, how do we get our bitch back? Yeah, this is bitch new. <laughs> My new favorite phrase, Every guys. time she can say bitch back, she does. So uh, for me, I think it's assessing the situation and then seeing what's in your control. That's my new thing now because mm-hmm. I can control what I can control and what I can't. You know, we just got to let, let transpire. Yeah. But if I'm assessing the situation and I say at this age, right, I feel like I don't have a lot of close girlfriends and... The things I can't control are maybe like my work schedule, the fact that I still want to have a lot of time with boyfriend, that I need family time, but what are ways that I can go put myself out there to have more girlfriends? Well, things I can control could be, you know, texting the friends that I maybe haven't texted in a while and seeing if we can get together Mm -hmm. or actually looking for places around me that would have a similar, you know, age group coming to those locations and then putting myself out there to make new friends, which is, I think, super hard as you get older Mm -hmm. because you want to stick with all the people you know. But I think it's extremely important. Yeah, no, I really like that. I would say, like, I we talked about this in the last episode of, like, building old routines or new yeah. routines and I still think that's super true to like like bringing your bitch back yeah <laughs> is that for me I I start building a routine because like we've learned that the human evolution needs routines yes like we humans thrive off of routines yeah. so building a routine and then slowly integrating more and more like don't overwhelm yourself once more right. of like I got to do all these things at once, like a new year's resolution. Yes. Just build it in slowly of, okay, today I'm going to go to the gym tomorrow. I'm not, but the day after I'm going. Yep. And then once I get to the habit, I'll the next day, I'm going to start drinking more water. Yep. Whatever it may be. Um, I think the other piece is that you sit down and write a list of all the things you want to do or all the things that you were looking forward to doing with someone. If that mm-hmm. was the case, and then start doing those things by yourself. Oh, or I inviting a friend. love this one. Because it's just like, why are all these things that I wanted to do? Yes. Right? Say like, I wanted to do all these things in a relationship with this person. Yeah. But suddenly we break up. What's preventing me from doing these things? Honestly, nothing. Nothing. It's not like I built a memory with that other person. Yeah. And doing these things and therefore I can never do these things yes. again because it reminds me of them. I haven't built these memories yet. These were yeah. all the things that we said we wanted to do or that I wanted to do. So why am I not going out there and doing it by myself or with a friend? Like if I said we wanted to go try this restaurant together, but now we broke up and I just like can't go and I'm going to be no, no, I'm going to go You're to that going. restaurant by myself and yes. die myself or I'm going to take my best friend yeah. and go with me. Like I think it's really important to still do all the things that you want to do despite the fact that like you didn't have that other person in your life. Yes. That's like an issue. Yes. I think what's severely underrated is solo dates. I do it all the time. I think that is so important for your mental health. I think that's important for your independence. All these things is solo dates and they're 
extremely underrated. I remember a time when I was feeling my most lonely and I made sure to do those things of, I want to go do this. Well, I'm going to go right now and do it. Yeah. I want to go watch the sunset. I'm not going to wait for someone to text me back that they want to go watch the sunset. I'm going to go watch the fucking sunset. Yeah. You got to go do it. And I think, um, one of my friend too, she, so this was the same friend that I met in LA. Yeah. Or I mean, didn't met in LA. We grew up together from childhood, like our family, our friends with each other. Um, but I met her again when I was in LA and she was telling me that she was with this guy for like a year or two and they were in love and they were doing long distance for a bit until he just like one day broke up with her. So weird. And it it happened right before she was supposed to go to Europe to visit him again. Jeez. And they were going to do this whole like Paris thing. And she's like, but you know what, Viv? Fuck it. I, it's been a year. Yeah. I mean, I'm not fully over it, but I, the trip that I was supposed to go on that I didn't go on, I already bought a plane ticket yeah. for myself in March. I'm going. Go. I would love for you to be there if you can make it there and like we can hang out. But I'm going to Europe for a month. Yeah. In this country. And I'm probably going to explore around. And I'm literally inviting you and like some of my other friends. And you don't have to be there the whole time. And it's okay if you don't show up. Yeah. But like, this is what I'm going to do for me. I would love for you to be there. And I was like, that's amazing. That's so amazing. Because she was supposed to do this with her boyfriend. But she's like, fuck it. Like, she still went out there and like lived her best life. She got her bitch back. Yeah. And I love that. I love that for her. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's super important to make sure you're making time for yourself and what you want to accomplish and still making those memories with yourself because that's super important. And I think um, I was struggling with whether I was going to say this one or not, but a lot of people too will do a whole 180 of like, I didn't feel like I could do these things when I was with this person. So I'm going to do like all the things that you say, whatever, which I, part of me really likes. Cause I'm like, yeah, like you, you take your independence back, you do that. But at the same time, part, the only part of me that cautions this because I think about my own experiences is don't do it just to do it out of spite. Yep. Do it because it's something you actually wanted to do and not just because you're doing it in spite of them. Yeah. Um, the reason I say that is, you know, a lot of us, or I can say myself, used to get haircuts. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh, my God. Don't you dare do that yes. unless you Don't really, do the bangs. Don't, don't do the bangs. bangs. Oh, my gosh. Anyone no. who ever tells me, you look so cute in bangs, you're a bad friend. <laughs> you're, li- you're lying. I'm sorry, but you were out there to ruin my you're life. You're absolutely fucking lying to yourself <laughs> and to me. I've grown up with bangs, and it was not cute, so don't... Yeah. Any friend that tells me to get bangs, you're out. It's cute on, like, a two-year-old or... No, they're too young. Four-year-old or five-year-old. It wasn't but it's cute not, on me. It's not cute... No. It wasn't cute on me. I People who can pull off bangs, I love yeah. it. And I'm jealous, but anyone who tells me I can pull off bangs, you yeah. can go fuck yourself. <laughs> Respectfully. I, I love that, that you threw that in. I think <laughs> one last thing for this episode I want to mm-hmm. make extremely clear another little little Soph says is that life is too short not to live the life that you want. Yes. It could get taken away tomorrow or you're going to spend six, 10, 12 years in this state of, I don't feel like it's my time to get up and get out there. I feel so lonely. I don't, I just can't get myself to do it. I'm going to tell you that that life on the other side of that hump that you're waiting to get over is so blissful and euphoric and full you can't you can't waste time in this life because the more you drag your feet the more you're gonna be in a hole 
And I, I just, I think if you're scared of putting yourself out there, getting out there, getting up, healing, letting go and moving on, I'll just say that I think what's more scary is living in the past and having a life that's not as full as it could be. So I just want to make it very clear that in this life, you know, you only get one chance. You only get one whatever day today is. You know, we only we only get one day of this day. So try to make the most of it and try to live that life with those experiences. Yeah, I love that. And I think I'm just going to add one last thing. I know a lot of the stuff we talked about for getting up and getting out there, some of it may seem like that's like a big conquest, you know, for people. So I think even to break it down to more smaller steps, smaller um, actions that you can take even is that. For, for me, I love to get dressed up yeah. to look good. And it's not for anyone else, but I, I mean, everyone can always argue it's for someone else, but yeah. besides the point, like I, that's when I feel my best is when yeah. I'm, you know, I'm up, I'm showered, I'm dressed in a way that I want to be dressed and not yeah. like thinking about it. And like, I could be doing errands. I could, yeah. you know, be having an event, but I think it's kind of the little things like that, like get dressed for yourself because when you look your best, you kind of feel your best. Yeah. And I know that that's true with guys, too, who like yeah. go through breakups. What do they do? Get a fucking haircut. Yeah, of course they do. And I, and I know this because all of my guy friends would be like, look at our new haircut. I'm like, well, I know you just broke up with your girlfriend. Yeah. And now you're asking me to run errands with you so you can, like, uh, be out there with your new haircut. Yeah. So it's, it's fine. But it's just, like, these are little things you can do. Yep. To kind of get back into your routine and small, small things. That Little sprinkles of sparkle throughout there. I like that. And then that. you'll be ready to go. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we hope you get up and get out there because life is precious. And I hope you sprinkle that little sparkle in your life. Everywhere you go. Everywhere you go. <laughs> okay. We'll see you in the next one. Bye. Bye. Make sure to subscribe and listen in when new apps come out every week.